that the following program contains drug use, coarse language, and sexual references, which may offend some viewers. God, man, what is wrong with you? If Smilly finally grabbed you with both hands and shaking whatever tiny piece of common sense you had left completely out of your body. Oh, a lazy and they're unresearched about... That was out of bounds! That was out of bounds! That was out of bounds! Geelong? What happened there? What happened there? Uh, yeah, I, think, I think football has changed a lot over the last 10 or 20 years as far as physical contact goes. Everybody went for goal. Stardom keeps it oh. back in. Did that really well. And Lingle kicked it. Oh! oh! He's kicked it. Oh! Oh! That just about breaks the record, then. Keeps it in play. Goes down the line. Up towards Cox. Couldn't complete the mark. Mark goes there for the assist. Gives it off to Jesse White. And he misses. Hello and welcome to episode 9, Ida Kick That, with Joel Pierce and Alessio Carducci. The coronavirus has finally taken its toll on this media production. Yeah, it has. Uh, I don't know if you guys can tell by the sound, but we're uh, not in the studio today. Uh, Alessio's in the safety of his home, and I'm in the studio coughing and on everything and um, touching all the stuff with my hands. And now I can't go back to the studio for 14 days. 14 days. Uh, as long as he, he doesn't enter it again. So, uh, you know, got to wait it out. Got to wait it out. Indeed. Uh, this is what happens when they try to play one game in fucking China. It comes back and it kicks us in the ass. You know what I mean? Hey, hot Jesus, take, hot take. Hot <laughs> Yeah, indeed. Uh, man, what a interesting week in football media. We're losing uh, football shows at an alarming rate. 360's gone. Front bar's gone. Uh, the only thing I think is left is that AFL Live thing they've got on with uh, Robbo Brownie and whoever the fuck the journalist is. Andy Ma. No, that's the other one. What's the other one? Oh, yeah, that shit show. Yeah. yeah, I know what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's like, yeah. A, it's like a, a, a really shit version of SportsCenter about one sport instead of a bunch of sports and there's nothing to talk about. Yeah. Like, all these fucking... They're just dying off. Every time you see... No, every time you see them still going, it's like, what are you trying to do here? What are you trying to prove? Yeah. Like, I swear to God, if I get another fucking Fox footy thing pop on my feed about, we're re-rating the 1990-whatever draft, no one gives a shit, cunt. No one cares. <laughs> They put, no up, they put up, they put up, I bit into it with the, with the page, I put up the best Geelong team versus best Hawthorne team, 89 to 2020, and they didn't even get the yeah. fucking Geelong team right. Like, there was so many players missing that could be, like, Paul Couch wasn't yeah, on the team. They've sacked, like, nine out of ten of them that work there. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, pump out more useless content. But that's what the people you sacked did. Like, I swear to God. Like, I'm going to the fucking page. Oh, I'm going Fox Footy right now. Front page thing is this is dumb dog shit. Jude Bolton and Red Foo, how an AFL star's boozy LA night out inspired an international mega hit. Like, <laughs> hot tape, hot tape. Hot tape. Yeah, I know. I saw that just before. Like, I don't even think, I didn't even fuck me. <laughs> What's next? Crazy. Dane Swan even- fucking inspired 55 strippers. To come up to his hotel room. <laughs> Hot tip. You see, you see what he call it? A 
saw one of them posted today, like, oh, this will be interesting. Like, you know, every time you, I see that, like that, just that phrase, this will be interesting, and they put an emoji after it, oh. it just seems like, oh, go fuck your private school head in, all right? Yeah. Like, fuck off, cunt. <laughs> like, every time they do that, it's like, you don't give a fuck. And it was, that that was the caption for Dane Swan put a tweet up. I'll put it, um, best 22 of everyone I've played with, yeah. the best 22 of everyone from off the field. And it's like, what the fuck do you want? Like, you just got to out a bunch of people for drug use. Like, Pretty much. <laughs> hot take. Hot. That's exactly what Swanee's going to do. <laughs> Fucking Swanee. Anyway. Wait, well, one hot take. Oh, wait, hot you got take. Oh, yeah, hang on, hang on. Uh, just for, for new listeners, uh, if you don't know what a hot take is. I cannot back up anything I'm saying about anything I'm about to say. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> All right. So, everyone's been giving shit to the NRL, all right? They've been shitting on the NRL all week. You know what I mean? They've been fucking dunking on it. Channel 9's dunking on it. Channel 9's only dunking on it because do they even, if they have the rights to it and they're dunking on it, then fuck it. Your organization's dumb as well. But fuck it. They're all dunking on the NRL because they're like, fuck it. We're going to make them play on May, whatever. They've given a date. You know what? You've got to respect that. That means the NRL, because people always said that the NRL is a working class sport compared to the AFL. They always go, right. AFL's gone too, big show business, but NRL is still with real hard work and Aussie men. And I believe it, because NRL is run by men, all right? They're fucking men with their balls in their hands. They're hot take, them. hot take. We're going to run the NRL, coming back at the end of May. We don't give a fuck what's going on. NRL, they're probably going to just line them up like a fucking... Um, quadrant like a fucking splatoon of players like fucking um, they're going to be like the front line when you got like you know those um, medieval movies with the cunts with the spears at the front yeah. that's what the NRL play is going to be and they're going to charge them into China they're going to charge them fucking and they're going to claim back fucking NRL right? they can't take it away from them that's the, you know this, this and that reason altogether is exactly why you'll never see an NRLW, all right? Hot take, hot take. Hot take. I cannot back up anything I'm saying about anything I'm about to say. Alessio, bravo, mate. Uh, I think you're on the money. And it's funny yeah, enough. There'll never be an NRLW. No, there'll never be an NRLW. <laughs> but marching them into China, it, it might work. Uh, <laughs> But as you were saying, NRL run by men, not being soft. Uh, here's Robbo talking about it. They just can't pick a date. We're not in a position to be picking dates, mm. mate. We're sitting here waiting for the medical and the government experts to tell us when we can move. When, when is it going to come to the stage, and, and I'm not expecting you to know the answer to this, Robbo, where exemptions start <laughs> getting laid out? Because the NRL uh, probably first and then the AFL down the track. If there's no games happening, they're going to the government going, yeah, we're in strife. We're running out of money. We're going to be coming you with cap in hand at the end of the year, wanting a billion dollars each. From- so, yeah, two of the brightest fucking intelligent people in the world, <laughs> Brownie and Robbo. <laughs> the two, they are the two guys who are like, do you care about corona? Coronavirus is for fucking pussies, mate. <laughs> if I saw the coronavirus, I'd just punch it in the fucking ear. I've been hit by a car. Don't forget that. <laughs> <laughs> the car took more damage than me, cunt. <laughs> I love that, uh, that Brownie also thinks that every AFL club's going to have the handout for a billion dollars. <laughs> like, he pauses to think of the number and then g- goes with a billion. Like, oh, you fucking, yeah, it's a lot of money. 
They're probably. Like, I don't. What do this? I don't know. I fucking this whole all this fucking money crisis shit. It's like I don't. I don't get it. That's the thing. Uh, I don't understand it. It's like how are they losing that much money? They've sent everyone home. Just don't play the play. Essentially, what they're saying is the players are going to bankrupt the whole league. Yeah. Like that's all they can say because I know for a fact. But they can't that explain fucking, why. Because this has to be the players. Because they're not. They own the fucking training grounds, don't they? Yep. Yeah. So I, I, at some, if the club doesn't own it, the AFL owns it. Yeah. So which is like, your which is your Docklands and your MCG. Yeah. But then all your like you know your Waverley and all that shit. Yeah, Waverley. Um, oh, see Waverley's. I think that's only Hawthorne now. Yeah, no, no. But what I'm saying is like the clubs have to own it, and if the clubs don't own it, then the councils own it, and what are the councils gonna? fucking bankrupt an AFL club, are they? <laughs> well, I, I don't see that happening. It just ah. doesn't make any sense. It's just like, if these, and the players are fucking, uh, it's just stupid. Just send them to the Centrelink line, straight up. Yeah. I want Julian Assange on the case. I want the fucking WikiLeaks. <laughs> WikiLeaks, the AFL Wiki- financial trouble. Yeah, because I want to know what the fuck's going on. I don't know where the fuck the money's going. This is stupid. Because I know for a fact I showed you a message the other day that they're fucking putting fucking um, assistant coaches in fucking like Telstra teams and shit. Just putting them like fucking no-show jobs yeah. that fucking companies can pay them. Yeah, man. That's fucking scary. Like... Well, because they just... It makes kind of sense. Because like, like that's Telstra. But- so I assume Telstra has just said like, we'll give them no-show jobs then because Telstra fucking sells the... um. Telstra and the AFL got that fucking online deal. Yeah. Well, when you, when I mean, you get... Yeah. yeah, go on. No, well, fucking Nat Fife's even fucking working, isn't he? Apparently, <laughs> he's driving a truck for the family. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I can't, I can't be caught surfing because I'm fucking driving the yeah. family truck. Let's hear the news report, eh? The dual Brownlow medalist Nat Fife came to the attention of the Premier and the Police Commissioner today. It was over a photo taken of the docker at a beach... 300 kilometres from his city home. But Seven News understands that late today, police decided he's done nothing wrong. He lives in Perth, works in Coburn, but Nat Fife denies breaking coronavirus restrictions, catching a break in the southwest. Because I want a fucking brown loan. And I'm Nat Fife. <laughs> Wiping the smile from this Docker's fan's face. Which is the premier. Look, it's not a good look on the face of it. Uh, and obviously, uh, the rules and the law apply equally to everyone. With the- Except Nat Fife. <laughs> the AFL season on hold, the Fremantle captain has been working for his family's trucking business, based in Lake Grace, a five-hour, 400-kilometre drive from Gas Bay, where he detoured after picking up lime in Margaret Should River. Ben Cousins a job. Yeah, fucking oath. Yeah, you, it, it, fucking, you, you want to help out his rehabilitation, right? Should have just given him, get him behind the wheel of a truck. Fucking, you can even smoke shard and do that job. I hear that's a, um, he'd crush it, he'd do it in fuck. four and a half hours. Yeah, fuck oath. Like, straight up, no fear of death, because you are death. So you just speed fucking, like, a hundred kilometers non-stop. <laughs> well, out there, like, I know in the Northern Territory, there's no, um, there's no speed limits, right? Like on the open yeah. roads where it's straight, I'm sure it'll be the fucking same in WA. Uh, even then, he'll go 100 k's in a side street. Be like, ah, fuck it. If I break into a house, looking at first, I did. 
Yeah. <laughs> so your net five goes for a fucking surf and the country loses its fucking mind. Um, no, but he's still a dog. Fuck him. Yeah, he's a dog. So fucking, he should have been fine. I reckon, but that's the thing. If people, if he had been made an example of, cunts would have stayed home after that. So they're yeah. like, if you're going to find that five, I'm fucked. Like, they're not going to give two shits about finding me if they're going to find Yeah, yeah. I was thinking about the other day. I thought of that as like a decent bit or I was thinking like, it's like what every time a new a new law is introduced, some guy's got to get fined just to make the, like, no, it's real. Look, it's real. You yeah. know what I mean? Wesley Snipes. When they put took Wesley yeah. Snipes down for tax evasion, they did the same thing to Fat, yeah. Fat Joe. They put them both in fucking jail. <laughs> Like, they yeah. paid the money back, and they're like, oh, no, 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 no. You've got to do jail time for tax fraud. <laughs> and they taught everybody, you go to fucking jail for tax fraud. They should have done yeah, the same like thing with Netflix. Like how uh, Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg, they're best mates now. Exactly. From jailbirds, bro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, fucking that five. <sighs> dog. Dog. Speaking of dogs. Wait, uh, <laughs> what? Kane Corns. Oh, dude, this guy. This fucking guy. <laughs> this, Attacking children guy, on Twitter. Gone, I, don't think, yeah, I don't think he's gone to, um, what's it called? <laughs> I think he's gone back to South Australia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, the way, they've got, um, they've got, like, what, the AFL players. We'll get, we'll get on to it later, I think, but, like, the, um, when talking about the hubs. Yeah. And then, like, um, fucking Dangerfield is the one against it. He's like, ah, oh, look, it's just a bit hard because, you know, you're away from your family and shit. I mean, yeah. like. Tough, and you contrasted the Kane Corns who hasn't been back to South Australia yet because I think in South Australia he's got to go through a got to do the quarantine or some shit to get back in. Yeah. So he's just like, nah, I gotta keep working, gotta keep working. And I know that was two weeks ago. So this fucking gun is just like, fuck it. I just love having my fucking face in the fucking news. He sure does. <laughs> uh, and the funny thing is, finding the clips for this, the media took the piss out of him more than anybody. That automatic. <laughs> Uh, corns, corns, corns. I felt spitballing. No. Back one. Here we go. Fifth, the South Australian footy feud that keeps on giving. Taylor Walker and Shock Jock came corns once again niggling each other on social media and now on Channel 9's Footy Classified. The Crows spearhead labelling Corns a sook. So the former Port Adelaide star had this to say on Monday night. But what an- Fucking. He called him a shock jock. Like, not even former football yeah, player. That's what I thought. That's what I thought at the start. Because really, think about it. That's what he is now. Yeah, exactly. Then he, he's outshone he's outshun anything he ever did as a footballer. Yeah. So anyway, like, this is what Dickhead had to he, say. He, he, but what it has given me a great insight into is Taylor Walker's mindset. Like, if he is that rattled by a comment that is so unrelated to him that he feels like he has to continually chip in. If you've got Taylor Walker and his mates prank calling me on New Year's Eve, that is how far I'm inside <laughs> this guy's head to the point where he is mentally fragile. That's why we're seeing efforts like this. That's why the club is employing collective minds to work on the players' mindset. They are a mentally fragile that, that, group. Craig, it sounds to me that he has got into your head as he well. He hasn't, Caro, at all, because <laughs> this is... <laughs> I love... I absolutely, it made me like, like, like Tex Walker, that him and his mates were prank calling him on fucking... on New Year's Eve. Just to, just to fucking wind him up and ruin his New Year's. 
Uh, and Caro, Caro's arrow there. I think he's got into your head too. <laughs> no, no, he hasn't. He hasn't. We may not have footy, but. Yeah, this was my favourite thing about the whole thing was the, the, the sign-off. We may not have footy, but one thing's for sure, we'll always have these two to keep us entertained. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, was, which is the night where he says he's dumb? I will out you, whoever's was it. Was it Taylor Walker in the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where that went. That fucking went on for like a week. Yeah. Like honestly, I get, I, I, I didn't even know it was Taylor Walker. I stopped giving a shit. Like I'm gonna care. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh no, who's calling up the 37 year old man at night? Oh no. <laughs> if it was, almost, like... it's almost like there's repercussions to making a career out of just shitting on everybody perpetually for like nine months out of 12. Yeah. And having no sort of idea about what I was going to do and just <laughs> feeling like that, that, that I would never come through it, you know, like, and it would never end. Um, and I think that that is, that's a very normal experience for people to be going through. And, um, and that, that fear and that uncertainty is really, it can be really crippling. And, and um, I, I think that, uh, you know, the ability to talk through how you're feeling, Fucking hell, mate. Like, <laughs> wow. Imagine being sick and being forced to stay inside the house. Yeah, imagine wow. that. Wow. Wow. That'd be, be just like getting caught cheating. Wow. It's exactly the same thing. I mean, <laughs> I feel like this podcast is the closest thing that the world's going to get to a cutting grass podcast. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We've got two infamous cheaters in the AFL, plus a CEO no one gives a fuck about because let's face it, if you haven't achieved anything, no one gives a shitty war. All right, let's go. <laughs> what could you call it? Shaving points? Um, <laughs> Injecting losses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The injecting room <laughs> with James Hurd, Stephen Dank, and Joe Watson. <laughs> Fucking hell. This podcast, is they wanted this podcast so much that part of the um, reason that they signed my son on was uh, it was part of the contract, you know? Yeah. That's, that's, how, that's how badly they want this podcast to go there. <laughs> what do you reckon they're fucking paying them to do it? It's got to be money in if Hurdy's like, showing up. Yeah, if Hurdy's doing it, but fuck, it's like, is this is it is this guy really angling to try and get back into working in football? Hurdy? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. That's what it comes down to. Is he really trying to like, I mean, you wouldn't do something like this, because it doesn't even seem like he wants to work in the media. This seems like something you'd only do if you if you wanted to work at the club. Yeah. Well, he's and he's working directly with the CEO, so... Yeah, it just seems like, because they've always been saying like, oh, Hurdy wants to come back to coaching. And this is the thing that's been like, ah, oh, really? He really wants to? Yeah. Who the, f- and would they, t- that's the thing. Like, he's that big. There's a chance they'll take him. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. There's a chance that he brought down that club. Like, it's like the same, I forget who I said it about. Fuck, I said it about someone um, last week, I think. But essentially, he's the same guy. It's like, dude, you won one premiership. Yeah. But you lost at least one. Yeah. Like, it really, they really could have done something. Yeah. They were on that rise, yeah. and then fucking all of a sudden, 
Like, yeah. he had players like Michael Hurley, where it's like, oh, dude, you are now shit forever, yeah. but that fucking year that you, like, there's a lot of players where it was like, oh, that was his year, that was yeah. his year, that was his year. I was, a big, I was a big Hurley fan. He was a fucking machine that, that season. Yeah, he was, and it was like, the next year, he's going to be dominant. Fucking Watson was playing great still. Yeah. Fucking, um, who the, the captain, Keppel. Keppel was still good. Now he's trash. Yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, they were in a prime position, and he fucking wrecked them. And then they lost all the – oh, yeah, you forget about how many players they lost. Because then you had, like, Paddy Ryder was like, oh, fuck it, that was rank, and he fucked off. And then you had, like, um, fuck, they, had, they had multiple guys. Um, but fuck, yeah, no, they fucked up. They fucked that club up. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty fucking who, – who was it? Was it Carlton that got into the finals that year? Because, like, uh – yeah, it was Carlton. Carlton did. That's the um the one the Richmond fans go. It's fucking bullshit. Because <laughs> fucking um, Carlton got in and then they beat us. We should have been playing like who the fuck should they have been playing? Um, I, I think I got it right here. I think I got it right here. They should have been playing because uh, as it would have been there, they should have been playing Port Adelaide. Like, dude, it's the same shit. You yeah. wanna, like they go, it's wrong because they would have been playing a better side. You fucking idiots. You got to play a shit side. You got to play ninth. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. they don't finish ninth, they'll somehow make a way to lose to ninth. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. And then that's the year that um, they go, oh, it's fucking bullshit. Carlton beat us. That game was on um Channel 7 last week on the Friday. Right. And I was watching that. And that was, okay, that, that game, I think people forget, that's the one where Dusty does the fucking, um, the, what do you call it? This is more fucking dad. <laughs> <laughs> That's a double hit on how bad that loss was. It's like, this is more dad prison cell, baby. And then fucking, and they lose at the end. Fucking the push-up king's still running around. They're like, fuck this team with a bunch of criminals. Like, then they got, like, well, the Richmond squad at the time was utter trash. Oh, like, mate. Fucking, they had Vickery as the center half forward. You just say like, oh fuck, that guy was shit. <laughs> just like, just a list of people. It's like, how the fuck did you come manage to finish fifth? Like, yeah. fucking, this is arguably, I reckon them in 2013 finishing fifth. That is um, Hardwick's best year as a coach because that yeah. list was fucking trash. Yep. Like the push-up king, fucking Ty Vickery, <laughs> fucking who. Oh, this is when Ivan Marich was like the king. Yeah. When it was like, if this guy ain't playing this shit, yep. like the, that is like the fucking the turnaround on being like, he went from being their Dustin Martin to being like, oh yeah, he's he's in the back somewhere. You want me to grab him out? Like, yeah. <laughs> and their list was utter trash. Like, there's no point naming the names because when they were when I watched that game, like the replay, they just, I was looking at him like, I don't know who the fuck any of these cunts are. Like, it's just the more yeah. staggering thing is how they just miss out on finals. This team was like nobody. And then you compare it to um, Carlton's list. But the best part about the game is at the end, the Carlton players is like fucking, they're laughing at him. They're straight up <laughs> laughing at these players' faces. Like, oh, you don't know what's about to come, you fucking shit cunt. Because this list is when Malthouse came in and was like, this list is no good. This list is yeah. crap. And then you get sacked and you'll stay forever. This list was no good. Yeah. Let me just give you some of the names, all right? Andrew Walker. He, that, that's when kind of took the um that mark of the century. He was good. Yep. Fucking um the Menzel brother who was decent. Then Mark <laughs> Murphy's in peak Mark Murphy form. Yep. Gibbs is good. Gibbs was great up until he moved to Adelaide. Judd is twenty nine at the time, so he's still like he's yeah. still Chris Judd. Yep. Um, Kate Simpson still Kate Simpson. Fucking 
Um, Dylan Buckley hasn't become a podcaster yet. <laughs> uh, Cruz is a fucking ruckman. He, yeah. He's 23, so he's peak. Fucking Mitch Robinson had a really good game. They got him. They got Yaron, a Brock McLean, the fucking Eddie Betts. Oh, Bruce Miller before he sent fucking nudes on Snapchat. Uh, <laughs> Lucky Henderson, he's, he's killing it still. Fucking um, Jared White before he gets sent to um, North Melbourne as a retirement home, but then he's like, fuck it, can't fucking turn this up for 2036, <laughs> you fucking dumbasses. Um, oh, yeah, because um, they chuck out White and Beth because they're like, fuck it, those two are trash. We're not, we got fucking, who is it? They got um, Chris Yaron and uh, who was the other company they had? Um, Garland. Yeah, and then it turns out, like, last for two more years, Garlett says, you know what, I want to go to Melbourne. They seem like a better organization than this club. Oh, and then God. fucking, and then that's when Yaron goes, I'm out. I want to go to Richmond. Goes to Richmond. <laughs> two days later, bah, fuck it, depression's actually real, bro. I can't afford to play this <laughs> Oh, and Zach Tui's also playing there, too. Yeah, Zach fucking, Tui. They had, a good, they had a good list. They yeah. had a really, really good list. Malthouse, this is honestly, this list is that good. It should strip him of the 2010 Premiership medal. (laughs) 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 It is just, uh, honestly, just give it to Buckley or something. Be like, ah, fuck it. You'll never win one, bro. You're fucking cursed. Take Malthouse from 2010. Because this Carlton list is fucking good. They should, there's no excuse. That's an amazing list, man. Like, objectively, listening back to that, it's fucking incredible. Yeah, and like throwing a young Zach Tui in there, learning the game. It became an elite backman. He had a good game. He had a good game that day too. Yeah. Fucking Levi Casbolt, I don't think he played. I think I said that before we started. That yeah. guy's professionally shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's never achieved anything. He is the guy like, like I remember when the goal like, Cobra hands. Like whenever someone, whenever any fucking, like the AFL media starts going like, he's a great mark. That means you're a shit forward. Like that means you cannot kick a yeah. goal to save your mum's life. Like fuck off. Yeah, you want to hear things like spearhead or target. Yeah. You don't want to hear yeah. good hands. He's got good hands. Can't yeah, kick for shit. Cobra arms. His arms are great. Whenever they start going, oh, he's he's really built up in the gym this year. It's like, bro, fuck, they're really looking for something positive to talk to you about. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, we've got this from BT. Like, he, he keeps doing it every week. So it's been the bushfires, it's coronavirus, but oh, this yeah. time, this time, he's talking about the AFL sucking about money, right? So mm-hmm. if I had the cash thing, it'd be, the cash thing's broken at this point. We can't hit it enough to <laughs> explain how now, much is, cash the, the AFL's, AFL's losing. Just like, the AFL's not making any money. We're trying to make the last ditch of money left. Yeah. <laughs> so have a go at this. This is after Brownie's billion dollar shit, yeah. Yeah. So we're really centered on football. But so many people, we've all got friends who aren't in football, say, hey, hey, why do you people in football think you can get an easier ride or a, mm. or a clearer ride or an exempt from all these community rules that have been put in place? And I hear that and I say, you're right. But on the other hand, I'm thinking the rugby league, cricket, AFL, they're part of they're really part of the Australian culture and it's <laughs> professionally good for so many, tens of thousands of people tens of who, who are looking for money and mm. wanting to get paid. They're- yeah, mate, tens of thousands. That'll fucking fix the economy. Yep. Let's get footy back. <laughs> yeah, the, like his fucking voice then had the um the loading wheel on the MacBook. You know what I mean? He's like, you know, it's, uh, it's fucking... Uh, 
Australian <laughs> culture and people. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he, he completely flips on his point. He's like, look, I understand. Football's not the most important thing right now, but I'm in football, so, like, <laughs> it's really, it's a part of the fabric of Australian culture and cricket and you might as well have just, you know, start, like, barbecues and fucking... You know, oh, he had the same moral dilemma that I saw at the IGA before. So I went in, and the fucking owner's there. It was hurry up, and then the fucking um, then the, she, they're like, "Oh, that was very rude." And she's saying to the guy working there, "Don't you think he's rude?" And that guy's there, like, "Ah, uh, you can tell he's thinking like, yeah, I don't know why he fucking yelled at her, but yeah, I mean, he does pay my bills, so uh, uh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what do we got here? Uh, so, old mate uh, Robbo did talk to one of the coaches about one of your ideas of having a bigger list mm-hmm. for the team. So let me play you that clip mm-hmm. and we can talk more about yeah, that idea because I'm, I'm, st- I'm with you. I'm with you on the on the bigger lists. Does that all mm-hmm. automatically make you say or make you think that uh, you need bigger lists or you need to keep the lists rather than reduce the lists? This is what old mate, the coach, had to say. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one, uh, Robbo. I think uh, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how they go. But um, I'd suggest we'd be we'd be looking at keeping our list the way they are. So that's how you say nothing in fucking ten seconds. <laughs> you got to respect how they can always manage to do the. You got to answer the question. But don't answer the question. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That that like, there is a skill in that. There is the fact that he like he said and he gave an answer that was essentially like, why, why are we talking here? Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll keep the list the same. That was the answer. But he was yeah. like, oh yeah, thinking. we'll look at it and we'll see and we'll take it to the board and uh, but nah, we'll probably keep the list the same. They could, they could easily just get a bunch of VFL cunts and waffle cunts and fucking kneeful dickheads yep. that are all good enough to play and then fucking like. They're just, you're on like 20 grand, fuck it. They'll be happy. They'll be like, fuck 20 grand. But if you play a game, you automatically, you get, you bumped up to 50. So I guess that's how much yeah. they minimum going to pay. Yeah, they should have like an, should like just like a, they should just an extended rookie list. Mm-hmm. They should like, emer- if it's an emergency list or some shit. What's that? And fuck the it. TAC Cup it's- even. Like go down that far. We got yeah. 17, 18 year olds running around, you know? Yeah, it's like you easily, it's like, because you'll have some mutant from the country who's, you know, yeah. six foot five yeah. and 150 kilos and be like, chuck him yeah. in the fucking AFL. See how he goes. <laughs> like, it's like when you see players like fucking Mason Cox. Well, I went to America and we got this kid. He's bloody tall. And it's like, are we really on a shortage? Did you really need to go get a guy who's like, he was semi-decent at basketball? <laughs> like, did yeah. you really need him? Why not grab someone who's good at basketball from Australia? We've got our own seven-footers. Yeah, why don't they go down the fucking country and grab out one of those fucking mutants? But and then we can cut back to Robbo saying, "Cause you know, it's a part of the culture. It's the, the, the tens of thousands of people. Like, actually, go and fucking work with the tens of thousands of people, then you dickhead." The fuck. Yeah, or we could just we could learn from the fucking from the Chinese and from uh, Andrew Bogut's parents and just start feeding cunts human growth hormone when they're about thirteen, <laughs> and then they end up about seven foot two. Because yeah. <laughs> I remember playing against Andrew Bogut when he was about that age, and he wasn't—he was not going to be seven foot tall. And then all of a sudden, a couple of summers, fuck me. 
That shark testosterone's working good for you there, Andy. <laughs> Fuck that racist cunt. <laughs> um, Robbo. Oh, yeah. And then uh, talking about the hub, right? I've got a hot take for this, but we'll, we'll have a listen to uh, Robbo. Clusterfuck, another sentence. AFL spitballing, to use the same word, a lot of scenarios at the moment. The one that's been talked about is the hub. I was talking to an AFL player yesterday who's a father of children. <laughs> and he said oh, wow. to me that he would prefer, if they had to move into state in a, in a situation of four, five, six weeks, that he would prefer not to play. A father of children as opposed to a father of fucking, what, rabbits? <laughs> like, a father of children. That doesn't... There's some players out there who are calling their dogs their children, and uh, that's the real issue at hand right now. <laughs> now, I don't want to say oh, I'm for it, but I'm for it. That's fucking Robbo in a nutshell. <laughs> um, Look, they told me there is a chance I could actually have something to write about. And <laughs> if I'm being honest... I'm talking about fucking nothing right now. <laughs> yep, that's Robbo. Like, the fucking hubs are getting that much of a run. It's like, dude, not even the fucking NRL is talking about the hubs anymore. No. Like, the, the, the hub is not happening. They're only talking about the fucking hub because they've got nothing to talk about. Like, yeah, fuck it. We can, we can just start around. Like, fucking SEN was just, um, like, fucking people, talk, uh, two commentators going on about fucking, um, Oh, well, you know, if you want to get your money, then you should have to do it. And this way, the hub is a great idea because the clubs can actually save money because if the player doesn't play, then he doesn't get paid, you know? It's actually a really good idea for the club to do the hubs. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, what's good about the hubs? The hubs can be used as an extortion tactic as opposed to us just fucking just telling them, look, we can't pay you. This doesn't make any sense. (laughs) i got it solved, Alessio. I got it fucking solved. I thought of this weeks ago and I just didn't bring it up. But uh, I cannot back up anything I'm saying about anything I'm about to say. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. What we do is we get all of the clubs and we put them all inside Marvel Stadium, close the fucking roof, right? Hermetically seal the cunt. Like nothing, no one comes in, no one comes out, no germs, no nothing. (laughs) They all get tested. No one's got corona. Fucking sick. We play ball. We play games. Back to back to back to back, right? Until we have a fucking premier. We just play through the whole fixture, right? We get we get cameras in there. We film the players that are watching. There's going to be fucking fights in the crowd. There's going to be all sorts of good shit. All they can eat is all the stuff that's in the stadium, so they're only allowed to have fucking pies and Gatorade and hot dogs and shit. They can use the corporate suites to sleep in. And uh, I'm sure there's a gym or something down there in the changing room, so they'll be fucking fine to train. This is what we do Thunderdome style. Fucking 16 teams go in, one come out. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Any player that doesn't want to fucking get involved, we execute them publicly. And then it turns into like survivor. They're looking for immunity pins. Like if you find an immunity pin, you don't have to play the next game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's like if you kick if you kick ten goals, you have a game off. Yeah. <laughs> like fucking Gary Ablett, like game five is looking like one of those stakes <laughs> after you've thrown the first couple of mallet hits into it. <laughs> oh, it'd be the worst. 
It's like when they run out of players, they've just got to play like whatever they've got, right? So it's fucking 10 versus 8. Uh, no minimum. We can have a one-on-one game of footy. Until <laughs> it's just till it's just Dusty Martin and Patrick Dangerfield having a fist fight in the middle of the fucking middle of Marvel Stadium. Whoever fucking walks off nah, is the premier. Dusty Martin making it past the fucking, what do you call it, the tie takeaway thing at the fucking Marvel Stadium. <laughs> He's grabbed the chopsticks out of there. Yeah. He's just bashing every gun in the fucking Marvel <laughs> Yeah, and we and the best thing is we get to trap all the fucking Channel 7 and Fox footy people in there as well, and they have to work around the clock. <laughs> and that's fucking Kane Corns is running around. You're all shit. You're all shit. <laughs> yeah. He's the boundary rider. Um, yeah. And uh, Gil, Gil McLaughlin watches it all above, all from above on a massive throne that's like suspended above the ground. <laughs> I haven't seen him lately. I bet you he's looking rough. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the fucking, like, the end of the season, that's probably when Corona ends, and that's when, like, Andrew Demetrio opens up the doors and says, I'm back! I'm here to save you! <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, and then, after all of that, Channel 7 still says, look, we're going to pay you about a billion less this year. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, speaking uh, of favourite uh, players and, and crazy shit that's going on, let's uh, talk about Fev. Don't you about Despite his fall from grace, Favola star still limits. Okay, so if you don't follow Brendan Favola on Instagram, do yourself a fucking favour and look up. <laughs> Brendan Favola. Uh, his antics this week. Uh, look, first, he he wished his wife, Alex, a happy birthday by posting a picture of a really old woman. Um, like, very, very old, unattractive woman. Uh, can't learn so true. Oh, that's right, because I've got no internet on um, and then he tries to play a prank on his kids. So he's trying to sk- scare one of the older kids with like a fucking hat on. I don't, for some reason, they've got fucking swimming caps on and he's walking around with a, a fucking broom. And then one of the younger kids turns around and scares him from behind and he yells and screams and shit. And apparently he had to cut the end of the video off because it's Alex telling him off for fucking yelling at the kids. <laughs> But he still posts it. Um, <laughs> do you see the one of him standing out clapping on the fucking uh, on the driveway for all the health workers? Yeah, yeah. He's the only I one out there. Like, yeah. He's out there going, "Come on, guys, rev up! Come on, let's make some noise." There's no one else in the street. You can just everyone's in the house. They're like, "Fucking Fev's pissed again." And the coup de gras, the best one, is the picture of him in the fucking brown low dress out by the rubbish bin. Yeah. <laughs> Fev, in the blue brown low dress, I didn't check if it was the chops, uh, the fucking uh, pressure point dress. It is. It is the pressure point dress? It's the pressure point dress too. That 
dress. She kept the dress too. That dress is like that dress is like the fucking looks like his first divorce. Is that that's that's what that dress is? Oh my god! And they first get divorced, and he just goes. He looks, that dress is his gambling addiction. <laughs> that dress is his fucking. That fucking. He got kicked. He got evicted from the state of Victoria. <laughs> that dress is accompanied with every fucking shit thing in his life. And the weirdest thing is, is that she kept it. <laughs> <laughs> is that dress like look look Brendan there's You're, life without you yeah. <laughs> you remember this dress Brendan <laughs> and he's telling me like wow fuck you think out of everything that happened that night yeah. I could remember oh yeah she wore a blue dress <laughs> 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 he just was like, yeah, dude, stand by. I mean, I can imagine that fucking, he took that photo when I says, Brendan, you know what that dress is, don't you? <laughs> what are you talking about? That dress is from that night. <laughs> you just, that's so bad. That's disgusting. How dare you do that to me? And you didn't stand by me after the footy show dogged me. <laughs> <laughs> And then he's putting it on in the Dan, front yard. Gary, James, they all stabbed me in the back. <laughs> Only Billy wants to get pissed with me. And then they cancelled that too. Because they realised that having two hardcore alcoholics as a segment one was a good idea for fucking commercial television. Despite his fourth from Grace, Favola's star still limits. That was Forgot About Fev. Oh, that's the best episode of oh, Forgot About Fev so far. You know what sums up Fev the most? Yeah. Is that, um, that they, they did a, they did the, they redid the 1998 um, AFL draft. This sums up, like, football culture in general. Now, Favola, they look, like, because it would be a fucking question: Would you draft him if, like, if you if someone could tell you, like, oh, this dude is gonna, it's gonna be a fucking havoc. You're gonna end up kicking him out of your club. He's gonna send you into disarray. You're gonna yeah. be building around him, but it's gonna fuck you up in the long term. Yeah. Like, if you knew all of that, it would be like it'd be a real decision. Like, do you need a forward that much? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then when they read the draft, they they put for vault, like I think Lenny Hayes goes first, yeah. then second. Is Favola who was pick thirty eight? They go, oh, if we have to redo it. You got to yeah. pick Fev. It's like for me, famous is what he was. I was as infamous as he was. Oh, he was great. Yeah, he was. <laughs> Comedy was great. That's the that's the fun stuff. Football, from, like just football culture in general. Yeah, 30, 38th <laughs> to seconds, pretty fucking good, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now nah, fuck it. Um, Brett Kirk beats him. Rookie draft a third. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, amazing. Uh, did you get an email from SEN this week? I did get an um, email from SEN. Ah, awesome. Uh, oh, hit let's the music. Go, let's kick it off. Yeah. You're very tight, weren't you? No, we, yeah, no, we've got mates. Yeah. We're brought up. We know our right from wrong. You know, you know you're right from wrong. Jim knows. We've been brought up like that. And it's just wrong, mate. And, you know, you don't touch a man's wallet. You don't touch his... First, former AFL great Wayne Carey says his name has been muddied after a positive drug scan during a prison visit. Cutting grass on SEN. Now, um, okay, so this episode starts off. Uh, now, first of all, all the boys 
they're doing it, they're calling in. So it's like a, it's a Skype podcast. This one. Oh, good. They're, um, they're social distancing. That's good. Yeah, no, they're isolating. They're isolating and stuff. So they're all doing it from there. And um, so uh, Gary starts it off. He starts by saying um, this uh, that. Well, Gary just hits the nail on the head, all right? I mean, this is what cutting grass is. This is what it's about. He says that, um, look, the thrill of being with someone who you're not meant to be with kind of goes away when you're stuck inside the same house with them. And he starts saying, like, well, Kim and Nikki are having a bit of marital problems, you know? And it's like, ah, oh, they're not married yet. But you know what I mean? It's getting hard in the relationship. He's like, ah. Oh. He says, look, I told the other night that, look, the thrill just isn't there anymore. I mean, you're my wallet now. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching another man's wallet. You're my wallet. I essentially, his own. And then that's when um Duck starts saying, "Yeah, there's a big difference when uh when like when you steal it, you want it, but then after you stole it, you're like, well, it's mine now. So usually, what I do is I just punch it in the face, and then and then it's the then there's the, there's the hardcore flat line, and then um, Alex Rand says, hey, we never talked about it, but the Ben Cousins documentary hit me really hard. And then Gary says, why is that? And Alex Rand says, well, you know, I knew Ben. He was my mate down at Richmond. And then, you know, it made me miss him. You know, I felt sorry for him. And then Duck says, you know what it made me miss? And then Gary says, oh, fuck, you cut him off. And he just starts going... I miss Shard. I miss it. I miss it so much. And then they're like, and then, and then Gary says, "Look, I've heard that a lot of people are um, doing drugs during this um, isolation period." And then Alex says, "I have no comment on that because uh, if my career as AFL uh, footballer has ended, that is up in the air right now. So I have no comment to make on that." And then Wayne Carey says, "Yeah, look, I, I saw Swanee's best twenty, um, best twenty-two off the field coming out. I really hope I'm in for that." And he says. And then Gary says, but you never played with him. And then Duck says, well, look, I'm just infamous, all right? I am infamous enough for that fucking list. And then Gary says, why are you so irritated today? Usually you just, you're just off and, I mean, look, we don't want to tell the listeners, but, I mean, usually you're just I'm puffing away. And then Wayne Carey says, now this is the kicker. He says, look, Gary, I'm calling in from underneath someone's bed. I was cheating on, I was sleeping with some guy's wife. Then the isolation kicked in, and I've been stuck here for about three weeks now. Can someone please help me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this week's episode of Cutting Grass is brought to you by Chemist Warehouse. <laughs> oh, the leading is- supply of pseudoephedrine in this country. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week on Cutting Grass. Oh, man, that was amazing. I mean, I don't know how this isn't getting up. Like, I do not know. It is a scam that this isn't the fucking leading AFL podcast in the country. You know? They tackle all the real issues. Let, let real alone, it doesn't even have to be an AFL podcast. That that should be the news. I want to see the news. Just these three blokes. Uh, like, I said, like I said two weeks ago, these guys are the real relationship experts. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. All right. I guess it's that time of the show for the Golden Chopsticks. Now, I've got a couple of winners this week. Now, oh, wait. So, now this week, the story of Golden Chopsticks was, fuck it. We've had nothing really football-related. That's the difference. Now, we are a football podcast that isn't a football podcast, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I think that's fair to say. Like, I mean, you don't really want to hear two people who are unqualified to do any analysis whatsoever do some analysis. But, I mean, my take on that is 
no one's qualified to do any analysis because when they play those old games, there's only one one thing I really want when they play like those old games on Channel Seven and stuff during this time. Yeah, I want the I want the post game analysis afterwards because yeah. that's funny. That, yeah. I want to hear like I want to hear them all saying like after that, I watched that elimination one where um, Carlton knocks out Richmond. I want the shit afterwards where they're going like, well, Dimmer's really got to be thinking, is he going to be here next year? I mean, I think it's time the club moves. I want to hear all these fucking experts say that he should have been sacked. Like, that's the thing. I want to hear that thing like, you're all fucking phony. You don't know what you're talking about. But, yeah, back to the main point. We're a football podcast, and what the thing we find is that we need to roll you people up. You know, we need to make some sort of a conscious effort to bring out the um the derelict in our fan base. You know what I mean? Doesn't just doesn't come out in, in like in general. You know what I mean, Joel? Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, so sometimes you got to push buttons, uh, and we've pushed a lot of buttons with the the, the West Coast drug stuff, right? So we got a private message uh, from Brett today saying, "You seem to make a lot of Eagles drug culture memes. Just wondering when Richmond culture memes being given past player and club patron George Pell is free now. Oh, and what you've never done drugs? What are you, a choir boy? So for that, Brett." <laughs> Chopsticks, chopsticks, chopsticks.